You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode, actually in just a little bit. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network, and you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked on Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. It's mailbag day. We're going to get to all of your questions, tweeting at all of those Twitter handles. You guys have come full force. We very much appreciate that. We've got a ton of topics to get to. Some fun we'll get to later in the episode and some that have been in the vault for a while. So if you sent it a couple of weeks ago or just a week ago, odds are your question is going to be answered today. We also got a lot of feedback within the last couple of days. So we do appreciate all of your responses at those Twitter handles. But first, it's time to go to the Ultra Player of the Week. Locked On has partnered with Michelob Ultra to create a custom segment across the NBA titled Ultra Player of the Week. Each week, we'll identify one player from Charlotte that made the big play, got you on your feet, cheering for the bugs, whoever made you feel joy, happiness, and enjoyment, all of those feelings. Last week, we named Michael Jordan our, our uh, Ultra Player of the Week because of the donations that he's made to Novant Health Clinics, and we didn't have any games, so Michael was going to get no, it. That was no. his birthday present. It was on February 17th, so we gave it to him literally a week ago. We actually have some games this week, one against Golden State. We have all of two games. Yeah, so. that's true, but we actually had some contests. It was nice to see one against Golden State and one against the Jazz. I think it's only right to go with Terry Rozier since we couldn't give it to him for the first three per, uh, performances of that stretch with him averaging 30 points a game. So, Terry, you can party with McUltra, not only because of the taste, but it only has 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Terry stays bringing us all joy and happiness. Are you happy because you won or do you win because you're happy? Terry gets our second ever Ultra Player of the Week, really for his performance against Golden State. 12 of 19 from the field, 8 of 11 from distance, 36 points. And then against the Jazz, he didn't have a, hit a three-pointer, but he was 5 of 11 from the field. He's done uh, a lot better job inside the arc this season, way more than he ever has in his NBA career. And I think that's something that has allowed him to reach a different level along with the elite shooting. No problem with Terry getting the Ultra Player of the Week, right, Nada? No, 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 no. Again, who else were we going to give it to? Like, the only other person we were really thinking about giving it to was Eric Collins. <laughs> right. That would have been a season-long, that would have been like a season-long gift. We'll give him Ultra and, Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe, 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 maybe. Like, there may be a ride. Again, people may be looking for us if we give it to him for the year over LaMelo. Oh, no, 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 mm. no, no. People would come looking for mm -hmm. us. Oh, we can't do that, Walker. You're trying to get me hem hemmed up. No, it's well, you're more than welcome to go and get yourself hemmed up by a whole bunch of angry Hornets fans at the end of the season by doing that. I am not going to jump off the bridge with you. People like Eric Collins enough. I think they'd be okay with that. But I gave a full segment and dedicated it uh, on the Sports Center CLT Evening Edition to Eric Collins for that game that he called against Golden State. Not I was going back and cutting up audio and sound bites from that game. Oh my God. 
That is the quintessential Eric Collins game. And we can go back to Miracle After Midnight. That's a great one, too. True. He loses his mind calling those shots for Troy Daniels and Troy Daniels, of all players, going head to head with DeMarcus Cousins. So, yes, and I know Doug Branson would still point to that. That's like his favorite game of all time. But watching him and listening to him against Golden State, when Terry Rozier hits the two free throws to tie it up, I've never heard a more spicy call in my life on a free throw attempt on a free throw yeah. attempt. He goes, Oh yes. <laughs> and gets as, as excited as I've ever heard Eric Collins on a free throw attempt. And then Terry hits the game winner and, and goes bonkers. So um, Eric Collins, he would have gotten it. Had we not given it to the guy that got him all excited, Terry Rozier. And that feeds into our first mailbag question, by the way, that is just going to make me turn around on Terry Rozier. Once again, that I'm sure people are, you're going to get hemmed up too. Uh, I know you are going to get hemmed up. Look, we're we're serving the people, okay? They're asking us these questions. <laughs> if you're going to ask me this question, then I'm going to have to answer it truthfully. So the question is, uh, from the Project C, he's written us uh, a couple of times. We always appreciate you. What we thinking for Terry's second contract as a Hornet? I stand by keeping him. Nada, you go first. What, what, what are you thinking for a second contract for Terry Rozier? Now I'm going to come in after that. We've already had this conversation, but since then he wins the game against the Golden State Warriors. So I'll let you decide. And he's only been the most consistent offensive player all he's season. Been, he's so been nuts. He's been nuts. But go ahead. You, you get the floor nuts. first. Like, so uh, what I would tell everybody that wants him is if we're talking next contract, I'm figuring like keeping him around, nine, uh, again, 20 22 million a year next three years get him to at least 30 31 32 give him a second shot at the apple if he wants to go ring chase then yeah let's go do it that way but i understand where walker comes from in terms of not wanting to sign him to a long term contract that ends up hurting you but i also believe in rewarding your guys and rewarding the culture and feeding the culture and thus and thus <laughs> There needs to be, it, it, like I said, if it's anywhere from twenty-one to twenty-four million next year, uh, uh, again next at the end of the next off season, yo, I'm here for it. But at the same time, there are limits. I don't think he's a keep at at any cost guy. I will say that. I will agree with you there, Walker. Go ahead and get people mad at you now, please. Go ahead. Well, that's that's my problem with this. It, it, and and I don't I don't want to force this discussion constantly. People are rolling. I, I I feel so weird talking about it I, because we we should enjoy Terry. We should enjoy him. Yeah, you he should. is doing a ton of great stuff, uh, especially offensively. The the guy has gone to a completely different level. When Zach Lowe released his All Star piece on ESPN, choosing all of the different reserves, he mentioned Terry Rozier amongst other players on how close they were to shooting 50, 40, 90. And, you know, he's got like 80% free throw percentage. So he's not, it, which is still really good. It's not a lead at 90, but he's right there really in the other two categories, shooting 50% and well, well above 40% from distance. That's insane. You know, that that's, that's a guy that usually warrants a big contract like that. You know, it, it, it brings me back. That kind of piece brought me a little bit back to Malcolm Brogdon when the Bucks were deciding mm -hmm. if they were going to sign him or not. And Brogdon, not on the volume, not scoring the amount of points per game that Terry was going with, but 
very, very efficient, right? Malcolm Brogdon mm -hmm. with Milwaukee had come off of a 50-40-90 type season, and Milwaukee decided to let him walk. I thought that was an awful move then. One, because they didn't have to mm -hmm. choose between Eric Bledsoe and Brogdon. The Bucks just didn't want to pay the luxury tax, but they let Brogdon walk in Indiana and ended up paying him. <clears throat> and even if he's not as dynamic of a score as what Terry is, he also is a way, way, way better defender than what Terry is. And I think that yes, matters. So when you're talking about paying a guy over 20 million a year, Brogdon is worth it to me. And, and somebody that's also, you know, was flirting with an all-star spot this season. And Terry Rozier, it, it, he's just not. And, and I, I think people are, I think people are dodging that kind of question too when we talk about his future. We, we can enjoy it. We don't even have to have this, this discussion, but we're asked it, so we're getting to it, right? You know, Terry is, is, has been so good, but when we talk about how long we want to keep him here in Charlotte, it, you're discussing, you're talking about like what? You went to 24 mil is your max a year? It, it, that, yeah, 24. And, yeah. and not, I think he gets more than that. And, and if he does, really, yeah, I do. And, and I, I think, I think, I think that's not a bad number to put there, but I, I mean, I've gone with 25, you can go 26, you know, we'll see, especially if he continues maybe the same type of level of play. Let's say he goes to 47% next year and 43% three point shooting, still really good shooting numbers. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what other team would give. I, I don't, it's probably about that range. It probably is about that range. And it's just a little too rich for me at that point. And a lot of people, I think, are kind of dodging that when we discuss his future. D does he bring you winning basketball if you pay that guy something around that range? And then you have to decide of Devonte too. Like, Nada, do you yeah. think it's a possibility that Terry Rozier and Devonte Graham are here for another contract besides the one they're on currently? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it's something that, you know what, we, I, you know why I'm not going to answer? I, I said absolutely not, but I'm not going to give my answer in full. You know why we're not going to do that? Because we have other questions that, that'll explain my, my theory and thinking behind that. So let's talk. Uh, let, let's appease the sponsors right now. All right. Walker. So I gave Terry Rozier the ultra player of the week, and then I took it right back when he wanted it for a longer term. We'll take a quick break. We've got more mailbag questions coming up on the Lockdown Hornets podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets. And I was cutting a rug in that place, not a funk master flex. Shout out so, to him. Again, Walker, how old are you again? Uh, I am 28 years old. <laughs> I didn't know a person under 35 used cutting a rug anymore. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, which is a daily pod breaking down the biggest storylines of sports-wise, um, bringing you a ton of different headlines that are dominating the storylines throughout the day. Again, Locked On Today, a daily pod on the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, so, Nada, is there a question that you would like to get to first here? Because we have a ton to get to in this segment. We haven't been really going no, we rapid haven't. fire. We've been taking our time with these questions. And uh, maybe we'll go through these a little bit quicker. Is there one that Let's you want to get see. to first? Let's start with, because we talked about this, uh, we, because we honestly talked about this, Let's start with the card to the hero. <laughs> our, our, again, my, my boy Carton at all, that, that finds himself in my, my mentions, but is very, very respectful in my mentions, mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, we'll read that one. He says, if you would choose, if you could choose now, 
eight seed and win the play in and get bounced in four by the Nets, 76ers or whoever, or a top five pick in the lottery, what would you choose? It's easy for me not. I'd go with the pick in the top five. That's See, what I would go with. I wanna I wanna be different and I wanna say, let's go get run off the floor because experience matters in the playoffs. But I also know that this is a team that needs more talent. And if you're telling me that Evan Mobley is sitting right there and Evan Mobley fixes every single issue, he could be the healthy version of Jaron Jackson Jr. to LaMelo Ball's John Morant. And we could have Memphis East. Are you telling me you don't want that? Because I kind of want that. What about you, Walker? That sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, Evan Mobley is yes, our is. perfect scenario. And, and, and Cade Cunningham, he, he's probably the, he's the number one player in this draft. I don't, I don't think there's too much questions about it, even though Evan Mobley is making people think twice a little bit with the way that he's playing. Cade Cunningham, uh, a guard, uh, someone that has been crazy this year. I, I expect him to be the number one overall pick. But Evan Mobley for the Hornets would make by far the most sense and he's awesome. I mean, he's legitimately the second best player in this draft and and some people are thinking maybe he should go over Cade Cunningham. So yeah, that's a perfect scenario, but he didn't say top two. He said top five. If you got to five, it would at least allow you to be in some type of position to trade up for a Mobley. I don't usually stand by that. You know me, I'm trade back nerd guy in a lot of these drafts, including this past one, which I'm glad we did it. I'm glad they didn't listen to me. I'm glad that we have exactly. LaMelo ball here. Uh, <laughs> I'll still stand for Devin Vassell, but yeah, I, I will. I am glad that we have LaMelo, but I would trade up for Evan Mobley. Of course, depending on the price, you always have to have that as a caveat. Um, but even if you didn't get Evan Mobley, Nada, you still have top five players Jaylen there to, to choose yeah. from in a draft that a lot of people consider like to be Jaylen a pretty Green. strong one. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd be here for that. It, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I haven't done enough homework on Kaminga and Green and, and a lot of these other guys. I know Cooper from Auburn is somebody a lot of people are interested in. Um, I know he can't shoot as well. Like, I'm not going to give you the draft analysis, not as well versed on these guys yet. Um, but I, I know Mobley yeah. and Cunningham, <laughs> you know, like Mo, Mobley's insane. I, I've actually gone to watch him play a little bit on some YouTube highlights and whatever and thought, yeah, he fixes everything. And so if there's a shot, I want to take that. I also want to bring this into the discussion of you bringing up playoff experience is important, which I agree with. Here's something that's a little bit more interesting this year for me, though, Nada. It, it's, it's happened the last two years, I guess, including this one. You get the bubble True. experience for some of those teams that went down there. And remember how valuable we put that, that bubble experience, right? Like we all were saying, you know, the Phoenix Suns were, you know, had, had had some really valuable time going undefeated in the bubble. You can go to some of these other teams, you know, like there are plenty of teams that you can go to that went there that weren't really playoff teams and say, yes, that mm -hmm. did them a benefit. Can the play-in tournament do the same thing, even if you don't get to the playoffs? So we, we can maybe have the best of both worlds. You get to the play-in tournament. You don't make it to the playoffs. You don't get bounced in four by the top team. You get to the NBA lottery. You get lucky again and get in the top five. That's a perfect scenario. No, that, that, is absolutely, that is absolutely the scenario I would love. But I also know that how much experience can you get in a one or two game sample size where it's a playoff atmosphere? I think the idea of getting that playoff experience, I think you need at least three, four games. I think you need 
to have consistent, like, again, have guys working to basically eliminate all your flaws, expose or eliminate your flaws in a series. So I do think that while the playing game matters, I only wonder how much it matters if you don't get there. Because if you don't learn in one <clears> or two, again, if it takes two games for you to learn, or or if it's a one game scenario, sample size, how impo- how good is that, or how much can you really glean from that? That's my only question about something like that. All right, we've got another question from uh, TSN Four. Thank you for the question. What would each of your perfect off seasons look like this year? Where would you want to finish? Picking range in the draft, free agents to sniff around, who to resign, etc. We kind of dove into that a little bit, I guess, with uh, cart to the hero, cart of the hero uh, question that we just answered there. Um, but as far as resigning guys, you know, we just talked about Terry mm-hmm. two years from now and how that led into the discussion of signing Devonte Graham, man, it, perfect off season is what he's asking here. So I don't know what the numbers on Devonte look like. That has become a little bit harder of a question to yes. answer for me on if you're bringing Devonte back based on the kind of number it would call for. I think Malik is still not going to cost that much money. So, of course, Walker Mail is going to go with Malik Monk coming back to this roster. But Mm -hmm. I think he's been good. He scored 20 points against the Utah Jazz just this past game. I think he's been a good basketball player. And as we've talked about it a lot, too, I I think, Cody, if you don't get Evan Mobley right, if, if, you know, you don't bring another big guy in, I think Cody, at the kind of price it would take to keep him, makes a lot of sense. We're not eating a ton of cap space. And you're bringing back guys that are familiar with the system. Um, you know, I think Cody and yeah. and Cody's been good. You know, what, 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 look at what he's done for this team ever since he came back from that injury at the beginning of the season. It, it doesn't mean that you completely avoid going after some other big guys, but I would like to bring back Cody on what I think would be a pretty fair contract. And same thing with Malik Monk. Not, I think those are the two guys I'd like to resign. Um, you know, the free agents that I'd like to sniff around that yeah. gets a little more tough. Uh, you know, we've, I, I'm not exactly sure about the free agents I'd love to sniff around, but yeah, I mean, Malik and Cody, those are, we're the talking guys about perfect off season back. for me. I'm talking again, it starts with drafting, being able to draft Mobley, drafting Evan Mobley, keeping at least Malik Monk, and then finding a home with some assets for Devonte Graham. I think that's the offseason that's quote unquote perfect. I think that's the be- that would put the Hornets in the best position to compete for to, to legitimately compete for a top six spot in the East next season with a whole bunch of fans. So I do think that matters. I do think that um I do think that keeping Cody should be something that should be on their roster. But it but if you told me right now. It, it basically, Walker, let me ask you, would you consider drafting Mobley, keeping Cody and Malik and finding a home for Devontae Graham and or Terry Rozier? That would be the ideal offseason off for you, would it not? Yeah. yeah, love it. Love it. Yep. Totally agree with you. I think that's it. it you know, and I, I don't want to hitch our wagon onto one prospect. Oh, no, so much, I do. Especially when the I odds do. are so slim. I do. That we're going to. Well, I mean, I would love them, but I also it, it's going to be a long shot for us to go get them. But yeah, I, I I think that would be one of the scenarios that would call for a perfect off season. Uh, let's get to the last segment. We've got plenty more questions to get to on the other side. But first, we need to discuss Built Bar. If you haven't gone to builtbar.com yet to order either the mixed box 
or a flavor that is just so happens to be your favorite. There's plenty to choose from. They have 18 amazing flavors, six new ones, 12 original flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. And despite them tasting like such a delicious treat, they're also so good for you. They're health conscious. They're, they uh, can help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in that built bar. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein. They're high fiber. They're great for the keto diet, plenty of health benefits. Plus, they come with a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you can get 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. One more segment to go coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. I said, oh, oh, hell yeah. Just giving that confirmation of how awesome this is going to be. You tweeted at me. You're going to be singing the chorus to Billie Jean if you ain't careful. <laughs> and Again, I point to the lie. Yes, I. You're, well, yeah, you're right. This goes back to our first conversation. There's a yes, lot of babies does. being exactly. had out there. Goodness gracious, <laughs> unexpected exactly. ones. Point ones to that the lie. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and plenty more. You can subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast wherever you get your pods. So we have another question real quick uh, at R-U-S-M-N-T. I'm going to say, is that R-U something, Nada? Is that what that is? Probably. Is R-U-S-M-N-T? Probably. Should I just go ahead and read it? All right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, the question is, what would pieces, parentheses, or development of current players, in parentheses, would it take for the Hornets to be a top four team in the East? Is it possible to get there between now and this time next season? Nada, you look at the standings, and the standings yes. would tell you right now, that the Hornets are, what, a game and a half out of being a top four team in the Eastern Conference. So fair enough. when he asks, is it possible for us to get there, I guess you look at what it is right now. What, Pacers are four and a half games back of the first place spot. Charlotte is six games back of the Philadelphia 76ers in the first, uh, first place spot. I would also say that I don't think that there's anything you can do to be better than the Pacers, the Raptors, the Celtics, those teams next season. Even with the Celtics struggling right now, I I have to have enough faith in Boston to give them the benefit of the doubt. Same thing with Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know, Indiana, they might be struggling, but remember, they don't have Karis LeVert playing for them. They they got rid of Victor Oladipo, but they didn't have anybody to counteract his absence because Karis was what was supposed to come in and help them, and we all know what happened with him. They found a uh, a mass on his kidney and thank God that they, that he got traded because he uh, underwent a physical to find that out. And so I don't even know, is, is he even expected to come back this year? I mean, is that even something that we expect from Karis? I, I don't expect, I don't expect him to be there this year. I, 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 I guess the thing is that again, when Karis Levert comes back, Karis Levert comes back. It's a long-term investment for the uh, Indiana Pacers. Yeah, so Karras isn't playing for them. Uh, Indiana, despite their struggles, I still think are a, a really good team. They have a couple of guys that didn't make the all-star team but very well could have, and Brogdon, Sabonis, and even Miles Turner is going to be a defensive player of the year possibly. Uh, th- that, that's tough to compete with. I would say mostly no, that it's, that it's not possible to get there between now and this time next season, but the development of younger players... <clears throat> goodness gracious, I'm struggling today. If you could go... 
if, if LaMelo ball takes another step into being a legit all-star next year and, mm-hmm. and you have Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier continues the kind of offensive play that he's exhibited thus far. If you get a defensive piece, if you get some big man depth, I think all of that is somewhat realistic if, if all that happens, then I think that's the possible way to get in the top four, Nada. But I, a lot, a lot has to break right. That includes P.J. Washington taking the right step up. Like, there's a lot that yes. has to break right for the Charlotte Hornets team to get to that territory. Yeah, no, that, for me, I just, is it bad that I just don't see a way next season? Like, I don't see a way, and that's okay. This is, I think we got to remember that, for every year that Borrego's been on this team, they've been ahead of schedule. And there's going to come a time where Borrego's not ahead of schedule. And I think it comes next year because that's the hardest step is to build a consistent playoff contender. So if we're talking about literally becoming a top four team where you can say, where you can legitimately rely on them, I'm telling you, they need another star. They need another young guy. They need another hit in the draft because as much as I love PJ, I don't think he's that guy along with LaMelo to take them to the top four. I I like miles. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think Devontae's that guy either. So they need another hit in the draft. And I think they're going to need another free agent. And unfortunately the free agency, like this free agent period, isn't going to be very, very, very favorable. There's nothing really out there. So I'm wondering, like, if this is the year where we see Mitch try to make a move to get up and and draft a another star or another potential star to make sure that they are a top four team. Because if not, then I honestly wonder where they're getting the, the additional talent to create themselves a top four team from. Yeah, um, I agree with you. And last question that we have comes in from Doc NCSU. Uh, is Eric Collins, our version of what Jim Ross was for the WWE? Uh, love the questions that doc NCSU this, brings into it. This, this is a great question. Um, this is your world. Not I am not familiar as much with the wrestling world. I know some characters back in the day, but I know who Jim Ross is. Is this, is this a fine question to be asked? Do you think that there's a comparison to be had between Eric Collins and Jim Ross? I'm glad our friend Doc is anonymous on Twitter because he's about to have Steve Martin hive on him. <laughs> and I like I'm afraid to a- answer this question. This is the question. Remember how I said don't get hemmed up by by the stands? Like this is the question whether I answer it or not. I'm going to get hemmed up because either the Collins stands come out and again at some point we'll be back in the arena, Collins will see me and he'll probably hear this. Who knows? But like I don't want to answer this question. This is a loaded question. How dare you guys try to get me hemmed up by somebody? You seem to be very worried about giving. Hold on. I don't give bulletin board material, Walker. That's what I'm not trying to do. I am not trying to give bulletin board material. Because if the Steve, again, Steve, we see all the time at the arena. And what happens then? Again, Steve will give us a look. Or if, again, 
we say some we say the wrong thing here, Walker, we gonna look really, really bad. All right. So I'd rather not answer this. Yeah, you seem very worried about people, you know, it, it, with Eric Collins questions, with us giving love to Eric Collins. I don't think that's a problem. I think most people want that to happen. And by the way, what just happened there when I was talking to you a little bit ago and then I stopped immediately, I accidentally pressed a key on my laptop. And, uh, what happened was <laughs> I started playing music on my computer and I was worried nice. that there was going to be some profanity that was going out. But then what popped up was, uh, Stevie wonders, another star. That was the first song that started coming up on my computer. And so I was trying to press pause immediately. My iTunes started going and, uh, I didn't want that to be on the podcast because I didn't want copyright. So I had to save that. problems today. <clears throat> yes, clear. You're having computer problems. You're having nasal problems. Again, the only pro like I'm just like you just need to get right. You are can't get right. right <laughs> I now, am Walker. I am totally can't get right. I'm having too many problems. I'm ho I hope I can between now and tomorrow's episode. That wraps up this edition of a mailbag episode. Thanks again to Built Bar for supporting the show and also Michelob Ultra. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA. Hollinger and Duncan rejecting the screen. So many shows on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll be back with you tomorrow.